My name is Gian, and I am the founding pastor of Victory Church in Odessa. Today, we are going to be talking about summer and the heat summer. It's an interesting message, but I would like to invite you to download the bulletin. You can do it by going to the website, vchurch.us forward slash bulletins. The other option is you can simply, if you're watching through a big TV, at, on that big TV, you just point the camera towards the QR code that you see there, and you will be able to download the bulletin of this morning. I want to say thank you so much to each and one of the church members of Victory Church for your beautiful support, friends. Thank you so much, because thanks to our personal contributions to the church, we can see the broadcast, the podcast, and everything else that we can produce here in Victory Church. If you want to be part of the team, please feel free to do it. You can send a text message. The number was on the screen, and also... Remember, you can do it through the website, vchurch.us. Thank you, Sebastian, for your work that you are handling the broadcast and podcast and all that. And thank you, Tracy, for the songs. So now we are going to reflect on this topic, hot summer. This is Sunday, July 11th, 2021, our worship service number 246. Listen, I know how much we enjoy seasons, all of them. And the summer has a special meaning to many of us. I personally had the opportunity when I was, when I was growing up, I was sent to relatives in the country, in the west part of Guatemala, and I enjoyed the farms, the cows, and uh, of course, riding horses, all that that you do on, uh, in, in the country, and it's wonderful. But uh, you know what? It is hot. Sometimes the heat is, is out of control, and it's difficult for everybody to just cool down. So we went to rivers, and uh, we were swimming, and it was a great season for me growing up there with all my cousins and friends. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, but let me tell you this. On the heat of today, Still, you can do something about it. Isn't it true? Yes, because we have access to air conditioning units. We have access to fans. We can go to the shade. We can find ways to control the heat. Although there are countries where it's not an easy commodity to have air conditioning or fans, and people sweat a lot. However, today I want to talk to you about something that is even hotter than the summer. And what is that? It's hell. I know it's not a popular topic, but we all need to understand more about hell. And here's one question that somebody asked me recently. Does the Bible talk about hell? Well, indeed, the Bible talks about hell. And we will start with the first scripture. All these scriptures are coming from the easy-to-read version. Very easy to comprehend those scriptures. And we are going to read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew 7, 13. Words of the Jesus. You can enter true life only through the narrow gate. The gate to hell is wide. And there is plenty of room on the road that leads there. Many people go that way. Oh boy, oh boy. Let me tell you. Sometimes people... Just hear 
about the wonders, the mercy, the love of the Lord. They don't want to hear about hell. And I personally don't talk much about it because I think it's better to continue talking about the grace and mercy of the Lord. But it's necessary from time to time to reflect what the Lord Jesus told us in reference to hell. So here he establishes, in this first scripture that I'm giving you, he establishes that there are two paths in life. And it says clearly that one actually is a narrow path with a narrow gate, while the other one is very wide. Okay, next scripture I share with you from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 28. The scripture says, Don't be afraid of people. They can kill the body, but they cannot kill the soul. The only one you should fear is God, the one who can send the body and the soul to be destroyed in hell. So important concept here. It's not that for whatever reason, in the end of times, people will go to hell. No, it is a decision made by the good Lord based on our decisions on earth. And he is the one who can send soul and body to hell. I'm quoting the words of the Lord Jesus. Next scripture, Matthew 23, 15. It will be bad for you teachers of the law and you Pharisees. You are hypocrites. You travel across the seas and across different countries to find one person who will follow your ways. When you find that person, you make him worse than you are. And you are so bad that you belong in hell. <laughs> Here, the Lord Jesus is pretty strong at the Pharisees and all these religious leaders because he couldn't stand that. He couldn't stand the fact that they were really corrupt. Their hearts were really corrupt. However, they wanted to convert people to their ways. And the Lord says clearly, you are so bad that you belong in hell. Not necessarily because people are involved in religion, that means that they will go to heaven. Actually, some of those religions are so crooked, fortunately for them, that they will end up in hell, sadly. Next scripture, Mark 9, 48. The worms that eat the people in hell never die. The fire there is never stopped. How about that, my friend? And people say, I don't think that God is going to be so mean. Well, he has a plan. Let me tell you this. But the words of the Lord Jesus are pretty strong here and clear. He is the one saying it. It is not any prophet or any apostle, somebody writing doctrine. No. Words from the Son of God. The words that eat people in hell never die. The fire there is never stopped. Oof. Matthew 25, verses 31 through 32. Here in this section, the Lord is talking about the end of times. So come with me, because there are several verses that I want to share with you. The first ones are 31 and 32, section A. The Son of Man will come again with divine greatness, and all his angels will come with him. He will sit as a king on his great and glorious throne. All the people of the world will be gathered before him. Then, listen carefully, he will separate everyone into groups. He will separate everyone 
in two groups. And you know which groups are those. The first group will be the group of godly people, his right hand. And the second group will be the people that are ungodly to his left side. So when he did that, and the Lord Jesus is telling this about the end of times, listen what he says in verse verse 41, chapter 25. The Lord says, the king will say to evil people on his left, get away from me. God has already decided that you will be punished. Go into the fire that burns forever. The fire that was prepared for the devil and his angels. There is hell. And that was prepared for the devil and his angels. But unfortunately, there are some evil people. They don't want to listen. They don't want to change. They don't want to surrender. They want to continue going that path. The wide path. Instead of picking the narrow path with the narrow gate, which is the gate of the Lord Jesus, faith, sanctification, giving a, living a good life. Some people don't want to do that. What about you, my friend? What about you? Do you know where you're going? Are you certain about your destination? Are you absolutely sure that you will go to heaven? Or you have doubt? Let's continue reading because the the scripture, the Lord Jesus explains clearly all these things. Next verses, 42 and 43. Listen carefully. You must go away. This is what the Lord is telling to the ungodly people, the evil ones. You must go away because when I was hungry, you gave me nothing to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. When I had no place to stay, You did not welcome me into your home. When I was without clothes, you gave me nothing to wear. When I was sick and in prison, you did not care for me. People, of course, said, how come? Why are you saying that, Jesus? We never saw you. Listen, in verse 45, he explains this. The truth is, Anything you refused to do any of my people here, you refused, you refused to do for me. So here we are coming to the core of this issue. You know, one thing is uh, this discussion about if there is any hell, where is it? Really, there is a hell? Some people wonder. And the debate begins with all these discussions. Wait, where? Why? How? We don't understand if God is so merciful, why he decides such a thing. All these discussions, right? And it's interesting, of course, and I presented to you what the Lord Jesus says. But um, if we try to be conscientious about our personal lives, If you want to be conscientious about your own personal life, your relationship with the good Lord, what really matters is what's going on in your heart. That's what really matters. Because this is what the Lord Jesus said. 
The truth is anything you refused to do for any of my people here, you refused to do for me. And which are those things? Let me go back to 42 and 43, Matthew 25. He says, you must go away because when I was hungry, you gave me nothing to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. When I had no place to stay, you did not welcome me into your home. When I was without clothes, you gave me nothing to wear. When I was sick and in prison, you did not care for me. That's the bottom line. The bottom line is the lack of interest and love for those who are around us and they are in trouble. So you are thinking, well, the, the thing is, I cannot feed everybody around me that is hungry. I don't have enough money to clothe all these people. And I don't have a big room. You know, I don't own a hotel to have people staying in my hotel for free if they are homeless. And this thing about prison and hospitals, I'm not in the medical field. And in prison, they are in prison because they were doing what is wrong. What that has to do with me? So basically, the idea that we all have quite often about this is, it is not my fault. I wash my hands of you guys in trouble. I have enough with my own problems. It's a very selfish viewpoint of life. And the Lord Jesus doesn't like that. He doesn't approve that. He is not going to say, I understand. Don't worry. Come and rejoice with me. <laughs> no, no. Because what he is looking for every day in our lives is the change in our hearts. What he is looking for every day in your life is that you change your heart, that you become more and more compassionate, considerate, that you can think of those who are in need. How many things you already have that you don't use? How many things you are just wasting because they are in boxes or places, in storage or places? I don't know. You don't use it. But you don't want to share those things with anybody. And on the other hand, we have the other kind of people, those that really don't have much, and they are so willing to share what they have. What's the balance, right? You wonder about those things. You know what is the answer? The answer is, listen to the voice of the Lord in each instance. Because there are occasions in your life, my friend, when you simply will not be able to help certain people. But the truth is what the Lord Jesus said. Anything you refused to do for any of my people here, you refused to do it for me. So basically, there is someone that is going to come directly to you asking for help, and you just say, no, you refuse to do it. That's the, the trick part. Very tricky. Because you have to be conscientious that you have so much in many ways, in many areas, that you are able to share it with others. Let's continue reading here. On the heat of today, still you can do something about it. Right? 
But what do you think you will be able to do if for any reason you don't get right with the Lord and you will go to hell? Like that? Would you like that? Experience hell? I don't think you would like that. Regardless of your answer, I want to invite you for, follow, for the following Sunday, July 18th. The 18th of July, I will be talking. This is the topic. Why did Abraham try to kill Isaac? Oh, you will know many things about that story and the application to your life today. But again, the Lord Jesus talking about this issue with hell. He wants to give us believers hope. And he wants to give us the solution to everything. So in verse 46, he says, Then this evil people will go away to be punished forever. But the godly people will go and enjoy eternal life. Godly people. And you're wondering, well, am I godly? Are you? Are you godly? What do you think? What are the motives of your heart every day? What is what you are thinking and wondering every day in your heart about yourself and why you do things and why you buy things and why you give money for to whomever? Why? What are the reasons? You know what? In verse 34, the Lord Jesus says, The king will say to the godly people on his right, Come, my father has great blessings for you. The kingdom he promised is now yours. It has been prepared for you since the world was made. The godly people on the right side, the right hand of the Lord Jesus. Come, there are great blessings. The, the kingdom promised is now yours. But this is beautiful. I want you to see this part. He says, it has been prepared for you since the world was made. Since the world was made. Do you understand this? Adam and Eve, the surprise in Eden. Noah, Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham, Moses, Egypt, none of those things have been a surprise for the Lord. Those things, you and your story, I know your story is a sad story in many ways. And how do I know that? Because also my story is sad in many ways. In many ways, the life of every person on this planet, past, present, and future, it's sad because sin is all over. And of course, when there is sin, there are going to be many horrible consequences in the life of people. So many innocent people suffer. Injustices, things that are being done in an unfair way, affecting us. And sometimes it's us, the one, doing the wrong thing, affecting others, hurting people. It's the nature of this life, of this world. But there is always one hope, is when we change, when we give our hearts to the Lord and ask Him to guide us, so we will be 
out of that possibility going to hell. Rather, we will go to heaven. But this is beautiful understanding that this is what he, the Lord, has prepared for you since the world was made. Before Adam and Eve, the Lord saw in his only knowledge in science, in his divine nature, that is supernatural nature, knowing past, present, and future, he knew the things that will come. So he will prepare this beautiful heaven for us. And that is what you don't want to miss. So would you like to restart one more time? The only requirement is to believe. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I invite you today to say this prayer with me. It's on the screen. Just believe in your heart this prayer. Say it. Dear God, here I am, confronted by your truth and your word. Thank you, Lord, for giving your son Jesus to die for me. Please forgive me, Lord. You are the one that I want to adore. You are my God. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins for you. Lord, I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly you. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. My friend, all begins on the cross where the Lord Jesus gave his life for you. What if you say this declaration with me? I am forgiven by Jesus. My Lord can do everything. His word is true and active in me. My, li my life is going to be great and blessed in 2021. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile down on you and show you kindness. May the Lord answer your prayers and give you peace. From Odessa, Texas, my church members, my team, my wife and I would say to you, have a beautiful rest of your Sunday. See you next time. for watching Victory Church, please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.